it's really important that when we are comparing platforms, that that is something that we're keeping in mind, especially when you're comparing platforms, not just in theory about what you want to be doing and as we're giving you advice, but as you start to test different platforms to make sure that you, like mentioned, comparing apples to apples, or else you run the risk of, you know, throwing all your budget over to Pinterest from Facebook, realizing, oh, shoot, maybe something's not adding up here because all my results are not happening anymore. You're listening to the Stuff Marketers Say podcast. Start listening today for the low price of free because it's a podcast from start to scale and beyond. Today's episode of Stuff Marketers Say features co-founder Jesse Merkecho and account manager Nate Schwenk. Jesse and Nate are chatting all about advertising on Pinterest. Given all the changes on Facebook and Instagram, more of our clients have started to advertise on Pinterest, which is something that we're really excited about because we've thought for some time that it's a platform with a lot of potential. Today, they're sharing a lot of what we've learned on that platform, especially over the last few months. This is a recording of a live episode where people could ask their questions. If you're interested in learning more about our live episodes, be sure to sign up for our email list. The live episodes are also typically advertised on our websites, so you can register there too and check out upcoming topics. Head on over to till.agency for the show notes. If you're interested in digital advertising or done for USEO, send us a note while you're over there and we can chat more about how we might be able to serve your business. Now, on to the episode. Hello, hello. Excited to be here for this week's office hours. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about Facebook ads versus Pinterest ads um, and looking at exploring how you may be able to either maybe integrate Pinterest as well as Facebook ads, potentially, you know, instead of Facebook ads, or just maybe looking at a different way to get in front of people than you're using right now. So excited to jump in that. We have Nate with us here today. Nate is one of our account managers here at Till and he has a handful of clients that are advertising on Pinterest and he's got some good insights for us there. If you are here in the chat, just go ahead and let us know if you can hear us and make sure that we're not just sitting up here talking to ourselves, which happens some times. Hey, Vanessa. But yeah, excited to jump in here. And you know, I would guess that this is probably going to be right around 30 minutes. We're going to be going through this here. And then if you're listening to this recording later on, as always, feel free to reach out to us at hello at till.agency if you have any questions or anything like that. So we can uh, just jump right in here. Nate, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and you know how long you've been at Till and some of your experience with Pinterest ads specifically? Yeah, I feel like so at Till for about a year and a half ish, you know, it's 2020 was my year I jumped on. And yeah, it's been great. I live here in the East Coast. So one of the many part of the Till team on the East Coast where Jess is on the, the West Coast there. So Virginia, have a couple kids. It's great. Love it. And I love working for businesses who are just trying to test things and trying to expand what, you know, their current strategy, which is why, you know, especially this year, we've had a lot of businesses start testing out Pinterest. And it's been fun to kind of take that journey with them, especially in light of what, you know, we see with Facebook this year and just testing out new platforms. So yeah, it's been great so far. Awesome. So we can jump right in here. And if you are listening in live with us, if you have any questions, feel free to throw them in the chat. And if we don't get to them right away, we'll make sure to get to them before we wrap up the session today. So first kind of question that Nate, I want to dig in with you is looking at why Pinterest ads is so appealing right now, given like you mentioned, uh, some of the changes that are happening over at Facebook. Yeah, well, I mean, 
highlight reel has been that 2021 has been hard for Facebook. They've made changes with reporting. You have, you know, an iOS update that has impacted Facebook probably more than other advertising platforms. And that update came in April. And then I think a big one has been also has been Facebook's reporting has been limited to about seven days attribution, where Pinterest also has like uh, up to 60 days attribution, where you can start to see kind of long term when somebody engages with your ad, when did they convert? And so if you have a long customer journey in your pipeline, that's where, you know, that longer time frame makes an impact. So and then yeah, so I would say, you know, there's a couple things just with where Facebook's at, you know, it's like, oh well, things are twenty twenty one is different than twenty twenty. Let's just start thinking outside the box and where do we kind of expand ad spend. You know, if a if somebody's already on Google, we typically go to Pinterest as far as just kind of testing out what that platform's like if they're kind of already on that Facebook Google platform. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the differences in costs that we're seeing from Pinterest and Facebook, not necessarily cost per conversion, but maybe cost per impression. For those who aren't super experienced with the, you know, any ad platforms, one of the big kind of cost metrics that we track is going to be CPM, which is cost per thousand impressions. And so that kind of allows us to compare platforms to see, you know, how much is it costing us to get in front of people? So when we're looking at those kind of numbers, you know, with that, you know, giving it necessarily exact numbers, that's going to vary. Are you seeing something that's comparable between the two as one significantly cheaper? Yeah. I mean, Pinterest is incredibly cheaper from just comparison. When you start comparing platforms, that's what makes Pinterest a great platform for brand awareness too. Facebook has been really great from brand awareness, but just with how CPMs have come up, uh, not just this year, but the past few years, testing it out on Pinterest. I mean, you could see a fourth potentially of uh, the fourth, the CPM. So just from a brand awareness standpoint, Pinterest is great. Yeah, that's great to hear. And I think one other thing that I'll add when we're looking at Pinterest and why that's so appealing now is again, coming down to the CPM as Facebook's numbers continue to go up because they are, you know, making changes to the platform and, you know, they've come under a little bit more heat. I think Pinterest is just another way to diversify to be able to not put all your eggs in one basket. And so that's something that we definitely want to keep in mind too. Cool. Next question kind of going right on down the line here is what kind of businesses do you think can do well or should at least consider advertising on Pinterest? Yeah, I would say, I mean, Pinterest from from day one has been really popular in the shopping. So e-commerce, you could see some really great results. I think that even organically, like you need to be thinking about Pinterest, not in the ad, just the ad standpoint. But if it is potentially any type of platform for the future that you may want to test, you need to start gaining some sort of organic momentum. But I would say, yeah. So e-commerce, you're going to have fitness for sure. We've actually, you know, SaaS company, B2B, we've seen that work really great too. So it's not just direct to consumer, but from a SaaS company, longer customer journey that's done well, online courses, classes, and that sort of thing. I mean, if you kind of fall into any four of those categories, it's pretty broad right now with mm-hmm. where Pinterest is going. Yeah. So... You know, when we think about like an e-com, you know, somebody has a physical product, a clothing store or accessories or something, you know, that makes sense. And I think it translates to Pinterest very, you know, in obvious ways. You know, you look at like even interior design and stuff like that. When we start talking about like service-based businesses, whether that's coaches, photographers, 
you know, some other things along those lines. Do you think that those can still do well on Pinterest? Yeah, I think that they can do well. There's going to be probably a different angle that you would want to take where, you know, e-commerce, you're going to get a lot of click conversions, conversions coming from people clicking instead of just viewing where maybe the online course service might have a different angle, having more brand awareness. I think that type of stuff is going to need to be considered when you start testing on Pinterest where, yeah, I mean, like I said, Pinterest has cheap CPMs, but if you're have a longer customer journey, service-oriented. I think a lot mm-hmm. of your conversions are occurring through that you know, view-through attribution where they're just seeing your ads and that's where you, I would still have a majority of your ad spend on you know, a platform like Facebook or, or Google. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, And this is a strategy I think we see pretty often, especially when Pinterest is so cheap, we can justify using it a little bit more as a brand awareness and sometimes even use that to fill retargeting audiences that are, you know, for Facebook. Then we can then retarget people that have clicked through on Pinterest and you know, get those clicks for a lot cheaper than we would on Facebook and then retarget them on Facebook and get the conversion that way. But I think that, you know, uh, that makes a lot of sense. When we're talking about the different angles for Pinterest, you know, are you thinking like something maybe more content heavy for things that aren't quite as obvious like e-com or physical product based company? Yeah, I would go for content heavy value based content that's going to be giving them some sort of, you know, stand out in the feed. You know, I do think that there's social proof is going to be great too. So I would still always test it. You're going to want to always test it, even call to actions, just promoting you know, your product, but from where I would lean is a lot more in the value-based. Cool. That makes sense. Moving right along here, the next question we had was for accounts where we're running both Facebook and Pinterest, like how do the results compare? So not just talking about CPMs now, but actually like looking at the overall performance, like what kind of difference are we seeing from like, hey, this is how this platform is doing overall and this is how this platform is doing. Yeah, I mean... Anytime you're going to compare two platforms at a time, you need to consider this crossover, some sort of overlap with data. So, you know, you're going to have Pinterest and Facebook maybe both claim one single purchase just because of a user being on both, you know, both platforms. So there's going to be that, you know, you need to consider. But just even thinking when we compare that data, we need to be using that same attribution setting of seven day click, one day view. And when we do that, Typically, we still see Facebook outperform Pinterest just because of Pinterest being a little bit more heavy into the view through. So that's where, you know, there is the benefit of expanding it on Pinterest. You can start to see, you know, 30 days out view through or even 60 days out. So all of that data is going to be really helpful. But when we just start like comparing, you know, the same settings, same reporting, you know, we typically see Facebook so outperform Pinterest, especially for the SaaS companies who you have that longer customer journey. But I would say like part of the reason why we we were talking click through and view through is because, you know, click through has just a, a stronger weight to it. We start to consider how our ads, paid ads contributing to overall business and revenue, you know, there's a stronger weight to click through just generally. I mean, not, you know, we need it. We're speaking in general. So that's part of the reason why, you know, we're talking so much about that view through on Pinterest is because you want people to engage on the ad, not just view it. So 
I would say for SaaS companies in that seven day click one day view attribution, typically we see around 75 to 80% going through the view through where commerce can get, you know, down that 50% because there it's very, you know, click it's certain there's not a long customer journey there. So that's where I would say, and it makes sense. Yeah. Customer journey for e-commerce is a whole lot shorter. Yeah. So real quick, I want to jump in here and explain a little bit about some of those attribution windows that we keep talking about um, and comparing the two, because I think that's a really important distinction between the two platforms right now. A lot of times we'll, you know, even clients will come to us and say, hey, we're killing it on Pinterest right now. And they're looking at a 30 day or even a 60 day attribution window. Whereas, you know, on Facebook, we're looking at a seven day attribution window. And so a seven day click versus a 30 day view or 60 day view. And so what we mean by that is when we're looking at attribution, we're looking at after you know that event, whether it's a click from an ad or they just view an ad in their feed, we're essentially looking at that window for how long it takes them to take the action that we want them to take or take the action that we are telling the ad platform that we want them to take. So that's usually going to be a purchase or they're giving you their email address or filling out a contact form or, or something like that. And so if we look at you know a seven-day window of that attribution, it's going to be you know, less likely that it's going to perform as well as when you open up that window to 30 days because you're going to have people that click on an ad and then make a purchase within seven days versus clicking on an ad and then making a purchase within 30 days. Obviously, you have a much higher chance of people converting and you're going to see more conversions come in on that 30-day window. And then when you're comparing a click to a view, obviously the view has a, you know, they're getting emails or they're, you know, they view an ad and they just go direct to your site by typing in www business.com, you know, whatever you're selling and making it that way. So it's really important that when we are comparing platforms, that that is something that we're keeping in mind, especially when you're comparing platforms, not just in theory about what you want to be doing and as we're giving you advice, but as you start to test different platforms to make sure that you, like mentioned, comparing apples to apples, or else you run the risk of, you know, throwing all your budget over to Pinterest from Facebook, realizing, oh, shoot, maybe something's not adding up here because all my results are not happening anymore. So I I think that's a clear, you know, indication of how to scale is just to keep from a reporting standpoint, knowing what is actually driving, what has a greater weight at driving the revenue. And so that's where you want to be putting your ad spend, a stronger ad spend. So yeah, sometimes you start increasing that Pinterest, you know, ad budget and you don't see on the back end as, you know, the results that you want to see. Yeah, absolutely. And Facebook used to allow you to do what's called a holdout test, which is kind of what Nate's talking about, where Facebook will withhold a certain amount of budget from that. And they kind of see like, okay, what's the difference? How much is this actually affecting your bottom line? Does Pinterest have anything like that? That you know of? I don't know. I haven't heard of a whole lot test. It's, it's something that was really great on Facebook. Just to you basically you could split your audience and then you know half the, or I think it's not splitting the audience 50-50. Basically it doesn't run any ads to the 10% and they could you know you could tell what was the effect of your ads on that 10% or on the 90%. So no, I haven't heard of anything on Pinterest. That would be a great feature though. Yeah. Well, with Facebook getting rid of it, I doubt that many other platforms would add it if if Facebook's getting rid of it. Cool. So based on all that, I mean, what are some of the things that like really are driving us to continue to test like on Pinterest? And what are some things that we're excited about coming up to be testing on Pinterest that, you know, we may not be testing on other platforms? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a good point to make there is that Pinterest is some sort of blend between 
Facebook and Google. So there's just a whole lot of testing. I would say creative and audience targeting are our two like key aspects that we can just keep testing on Pinterest. Why it's a blend is you have that feed social aspect of Pinterest, but then you have the search queries like on Google search. And that's where, you know, from a creative standpoint, we want to keep making the copy, you know, have those queries inside the copy. Similar to Google, if you're really familiar with that search concept is you're searching for something, you want that to be in the ad, it's the most relevant, most attractive. And that's why with those two dual aspects of the feed, the social and the search query, I think there's just a lot of room for Pinterest to even grow as an advertising platform for sure. Yeah. So when you are coming up with like the angle, you know, when you're looking at like creative and copy or the overall even like, you know, angle that you're going after, whether it's content, whether it's freebie, whether it's product driven. And when you're thinking through those things, like what kind of things are you like thinking through differently? Are you thinking through like, what are people searching for on Pinterest? Are you like doing keyword research there? Or is it kind of a little bit more creative driven like it is on Facebook or Instagram? Yeah, I would say, or sometimes you can get away with on Facebook, you can get away with creating more general ads and throwing it to a wider audience. And Facebook, I would say, you know, from just comparison, Facebook's algorithm is really great. Their audience targeted, automated targeting is really great. So that's where Pinterest um, is a little bit different. That's where I would create angles that are very specific to different segments or different personas that your business has. I would still test the general stuff. You have general stuff. You can go to your retargeting audiences on your site or retargeting people who have engaged on your Pinterest page. You know, So there's still ways to retarget and use general, but I would always venture into the specific where you can get down to what are people searching on Pinterest. You can start to see what Similar to Google search, you can see what people are searching on Google. You do that same thing with on Pinterest. What are people searching on Pinterest to get my ad, to get this particular conversion? And so that's where, yeah, for sure, I would use more specific. I would always go with vertical content, things that match the feed that take up, you know, real estate there. And then, you know, where Facebook has the headline, the you know, next to the button, the call to action, that headline is fairly small. We're on Pinterest. It's just like that bold text. So that's like where you really need to have, you know, a good call to action and, and description about the benefits, you know, that you offer. So yeah, I would say, you know, around those, those are the things that we're starting to test even more. That's great. Man, that's a good point with the headlines and the different, you know, looking at like how the user experiences the ads from the different platforms, I think is a really good point because they do have a lot of differences there, even though they do have some similarities as well. What do you think about when we're talking about uh, Pinterest in general? You know, do you think that like this has potential to be a really big platform, you know, like a Facebook or Instagram or a Google? Or is this always going to be like, you know, for most businesses, something that's an additive part of their strategy as opposed to a primary part of it? Yeah, I mean, I would say if you can take a look at those metrics and getting that click attribution up. So you start to compare how many conversions are coming in view through versus click through, you know, you still are going to have Pinterest being that brand awareness platform, but get that click through conversion. That would be based on your testing, what, you know, graphics 
copy are going to be getting your higher click-through rates, audiences. So I think that there's a lot of testing on Pinterest to where it can become comparable. Now, if you're talking e-commerce, I think it's going to be easier for you to scale and prioritize Pinterest as a part of like your collection of ad platforms. But yeah, I would say 100% that it has potential to be used. Now, how you're able to test and scale will be, I think, kind of case by case there. But I would typically we go for Facebook and have something on Facebook and Google before we test out Pinterest. But that's where I would say, I mean, the past three to six months is where we've had some really a lot more, you know, Pinterest usage. And Pinterest usually now in the holiday season, I talked to one of the reps, they, they, they don't like putting out this deal, but earlier in the year they had, if you're a new advertiser, you had a thousand dollars free ad spend, which I thought was great. And, and, you know, we've had people use that. So hopefully 2022, they do something like that too. Yeah, that helps. It makes it a little easier <laughs> to jump in and get started for sure. No doubt about that. When it comes to like, you know, deciding which platforms you're going to be on. Let's say you're jumping in. We'll kind of set up two scenarios here. First scenario is you're already running ads on maybe Facebook and Google. What percentage of your budget do you think that you would test on Pinterest in that scenario? Yeah, I would probably do something like a 10% budget, you know, 10% of your ad spend that maybe you're putting towards Facebook and put it towards Pinterest if you're just kind of getting started. And I would say that probably maybe with like a SaaS company where it there's that longer customer journey. I think that it's a clear win wins with ecom. So maybe even putting a little bit more in the 20 range, just a 20% range, just to test. And I think that uh, you know there's just for ecom, if you're not on Pinterest, I think you should absolutely be on Pinterest. So mm-hmm. it's not even like it's not even more of a test. It's more of like how can you get this platform to work for you? But yeah. And then the next scenario is you're not necessarily writing ads, but you're in a business that you feel like could do really well on Pinterest, whether it's e-com or maybe just a really visually or, or a creatively driven business. We feel like your audience is definitely hanging out on Pinterest. Do you think that you split it 50-50 between Facebook and Pinterest to getting started? Or is it still heavily on Facebook and Google if you're not already running there and then you add Pinterest later on? Or you know, what would you recommend there? Yeah, I would recommend starting with Facebook for sure. So like if you are a startup, you know, like if you haven't launched anything yet, you know, I would start on Facebook, gain some awareness, gain some organic traffic, some, you know, paid traffic there through your Facebook, Instagram, and then start getting things out on Google and then get things out on Pinterest. That doesn't mean you shouldn't start some sort of momentum on Pinterest. I think that's where we've seen, you know, the most effectiveness is that you already have somebody who's on this platform, has pins on Pinterest to, you know, that gets that engagement that we can retarget. So, but yeah, I, would, I usually stick with that Facebook, Google, and then add, add Pinterest kind of like later down the road once you have some data and some good goals to move forward with. No, I think that that's super smart. And then if you are, well, let me backtrack a little bit. How important is organic content? when it comes to running on Pinterest. So let's say you have a business where you don't do anything organically on Pinterest. Can you just jump in without any problems or hindrances on ads? No, I mean, I don't think it's... like I would still run ads just to see how they perform if you have zero organic. But I would, uh, you know, like even from just being familiar with the platform, you're going to want to kind of engage on that organically. You know, I don't have numbers as far as like the effectiveness, but 
typically when we have somebody who's already familiar with the platform, they're already commenting, they're engaging with users, they're having conversations with users on Pinterest. That's where we start to see a little bit more momentum because you know you already kind of know what's resonating well with Pinterest users. And that's what I think is most important. It's like you already kind of have awareness there. And I don't think it needs to be a lot of organic movement. It's more just to see that this person doesn't just have one board and all those boards are ads. That's kind of what's what I think, you know, just putting something out there. It's similar to, you know, Instagram, if we were just running ads on Instagram, but that only had one or two posts, you start to kind of, you know, people are you know, they're like, oh, this is might be sketchy. So <laughs> yeah, that's where I would say organic traffic, organic posts are pretty huge on Pinterest. Cool. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. Cool. I think that's all the uh, questions that we had on Pinterest in general. If you guys have any other questions, feel free to reach out to us at hello at still.agency and we'd be happy to get back with you on that front. I think that especially with the holidays coming up, as more and more people are selling physical products, uh, this is a big e-com and physical products time of year. Pinterest can be a great opportunity to get your products in front of people that you know don't necessarily need to be convinced to pull the trigger on making a purchase. They're much more willing to try some things. If they see something that may be a little bit more of a novelty for them and not such a big need, um, it can be a great time to do that. And like Nate said, it can be a great brand awareness opportunity in that as well. But Anyways, super glad uh, for you guys that are listening. Happy to have you here. Again, if you have any questions, um, let us know. You can reach out to us on our website at till.agency or you can find us on Instagram at just till uh, at till.agency as well as via email at hello at till.agency. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. And yeah, we look forward to the next one.